Hello there and welcome to the CWIB podcast show. If you haven't already heard, we've launched our very own CWIB free app, full to the brim with information, encouragement and godly support for you and your business. To download the app, head over to the Apple App Store or Google Play and search Christian Women in Business or head over to the show notes for the direct link. Don't forget, if you love the app, please give us a review. Keep being awesome. Good day there and welcome to podcast 94 of the Christian Women in Business podcast show. It's so great to have you listening on the show today. We are slowly counting down to Christmas, only a couple of weeks away now, and it's been an absolute pleasure to serve you this year in our podcast show. Um, I hope that each and every podcast has blessed you in some way, giving you knowledge or ideas. I think the greatest thing we can get from anything that we read or listen to are different ideas and any questions that might come up as we're listening to things. So if you've had that throughout this year, that's awesome. I've reached my goal with the podcast show. And if you're feeling encouraged through it as well, then that's awesome as well. So I am excited. We have um, another beautiful lady on the show today who is all the way from the other side of the world. For some reason, we like to get a really great range of different people on our show, which is great. It keeps it interesting, right? So this beautiful lady is a pastor's wife, uh, a mom of spirited children and founder and CEO of Morningstar Media Services. She's an active leader in her church. Um, And her biggest mission in her business is to encourage women to embrace their God-given gifts, skills, and passions in order to lead with confidence, which I absolutely love. And her favorite things to do on the weekend is spending time with her family and especially the outdoors, which is even more amazing. (laughs) Welcome to the podcast show, Esther Littlefield. Thank you, SJ. I'm so excited to be here today. So where are you in the world? Apart from we know you're in the USA. Yes, I am in the state of Maine, so right up in the northeast, right below Canada. And didn't our podcast get scheduled again because you had a massive snowstorm? (laughs) Yes, I think there's been all kinds of weird weather happening here. We have had like three snowstorms and it's currently not even December and uh, I'm not super excited about that. (laughs) So I think we're in for a bad winter. (laughs) Oh gosh. Are you a skier? Um, I, you know, I went skiing in high school and I honestly haven't been since, but I, that's actually on my list to do this winter is I want to get back into skiing because I actually do like it. Um, we do snowshoeing, but, um, I want to go skiing again this year. That's awesome. (laughs) Go for it. So you kind of have two things running at the business. So you have your Christian women leadership podcast and then your morning star media company yes so can you please take us through a little bit or the whole of your story and how you got from where you were to where you are today Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to. So really it started uh, probably at least 11 or 12 years ago, this journey. So yeah, (laughs) Uh, I was actually working full time and I had started a, uh, started working with a direct sales business and 
So I had been doing those things like on the side. So I kind of had an entrepreneurial bent from, you know, from long ago. Um, but I also had always really loved writing. And so I started a blog way back and it was really just a very basic blog when blogging just kind of took off and I just got right on board with the idea and started writing online. And then it just wavered. I would go back to it and then I would stop and back and forth for many years. And finally, about three years ago, I realized um, that writing really needed to be part of my life and that I really did have a desire to share a message specifically with women, Christian women who um, maybe are struggling in their marriage or struggling in parenting or taking care of themselves and things like that. So I started writing more specifically on that blog and really worked on building that up over the next year and a half. And then out of that came Morningstar Media Services because what happened is I started learning how to do all these online tech tools and building an email list. And, you know, I knew how to build websites and a lot of those types of things that other people needed help with. And so people started asking me for help. And then I realized I could actually have a business where my blog wasn't really making money at the time. I could actually offer services that would allow me to help contribute to my family. And so that's how Morningstar Media Services started. So I basically started doing that at the beginning of uh, 2017, and that's really still the, my my primary business that that I do have services on an, on a regular basis and ongoing clients. Uh, but then at the beginning of 2018, I also came back to the fact that I still wanted to pursue my blog. I still wanted to reach women, Christian women in leadership, and so that's when the idea of the podcast. And really going more back to the writing and, and reaching that population. Um, so I got back into that really more consistently in the second half of this year. So it's been kind of a, a long journey. <laughs> <laughs> a long journey, but with lots of cool lessons and yes. experiences, I'm sure. Yes, right. And I don't think I would have gotten to where I am without a lot of those things happening along the way. You know, uh, all the different things I've tried out and tested, and some things work and some things don't. And but you learn from it. That's right. That's right. Um, so can you then share with us kind of mix in those two different, I might call them disciplines, if you like, mm -hmm. together. <laughs> what are your five tips um, that you would share with someone who's thinking about starting a similar business as you or just in business in general? Yeah. Okay. So I've, I've thought a lot about this because I do talk to a lot of other women who you know, have an idea and they want to start something. And I'm sure you talk to a lot of those women as well. Uh, but I think that the first tip that I would have is to really assess yourself and assess your personality, your passions, and your skills to, to help you figure out what type of business or what uh, type of, um, yeah, really what type of business to pursue. Because I learned the hard way in one of my previous business uh, pursuits. It was a very uh, extroverted style of business and I was getting worn out from yeah. that. And so, because I'm an introvert. And so I really, I think that if we spend a little bit of time when we're getting started with something, assessing who we are, assessing how God made us, uh, what are our natural skills? And then also what are some of our passions? Like what do you actually really love doing? And 
if you can find something where you're incorporating those, those different elements, it's going to be much more successful. Yeah. So that would be tip number one. Awesome. So the second thing I think that you really want to do is figure out what kind of life you want. And this one is because when I started Morningstar Media Services and I, I started a client-based business where I was serving clients, I didn't spend a lot of time thinking about this before I started. And I found very quickly that my client work was kind of taking over my life. And I spent a lot of time, a lot of evenings, a lot of weekends, you know, doing the work. And while I loved the work, it wasn't the type of life that I wanted to create. So if you can think about what kind of life you want to create and kind of set things up from the start to create that in your schedule, in the way you serve your clients, in your pricing, you know, all of that you can take into consideration based on how you want your life to look. Yeah. So that would be the second thing I think that's really important. That's almost boundaries. Yeah. Like right. Understanding your boundaries from the very beginning. So yes. what is okay for you and your family? What, you know, how does that work? What do your weekends look like? Do yeah. you tell your clients what to expect so they know that when they might email you on the weekend that they won't get a response until these times on a Monday, you know, like how can you educate your clients from the get go? That's good. Yeah, that's so important. And I didn't do any of that <laughs> at the beginning. <laughs> and I just, I responded to emails and, and messages 24 seven. And, you know, I didn't set up any, I did have a what to expect document, but it wasn't super, I wasn't very structured with my boundaries until yeah. I started feeling like I'm, I'm going to go crazy if people keep asking me to do things that I, you know, that I don't want to do or that are outside of our scope of work or those types of situations. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I even found just like maybe even putting like ladies out there, if you're feeling how Esther was feeling, even on your email signature, just under like all of your little blurb, just put, I work, you know, Monday to Thursdays, 10 till three. So then yeah. I know in each email that that's when you work. Like it's, it's not being rude. It's not in your face, but it's definitely there. It's there with every email. So then you're educating your client on what to expect from you um, in a kind of passive way. But if you are feeling worn out and like you don't have your weekends or whatever is important to you, because it's different for everyone, it's okay for you to sit down and work out what those boundaries are and pop them in place. And maybe you just need to send an email out to your clients just saying, Hey guys, just letting you know that, you know, from 2019, this is a good time to start it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm going to be putting some structure around my business. And these are going to be, you know, the new hours that I'll be working from 2019. You know, please don't expect, any immediate response out of these hours, I will respond to any requests as soon as I can, you know, within the structure or just something nice like that. Then yeah. going into 2019, <laughs> you can feel refreshed, know that you have boundaries and know that you've communicated that to your clients as well. So they know what to expect going into 2019. Yeah. So, cool. so important. This is a great time to do it. Like you said too. <laughs> <laughs> So what's number three, lovely? Okay. So number three would be build relationships with people 
just build relationships. I, I would say that <laughs> 95% of my business um, with Morningstar Media and then a huge percentage of my connections for the podcast and my blogging and, and speaking that I've been doing has been based on relationships that I've built. You know, um, I, uh, my clients have come based on client relationships that I have and then them telling someone else. I really haven't had to do a lot of marketing uh, because I have had a really strong relational network. Yeah. So I think, and going into those relationships without expectations. So really just, uh, you know, if you, if you connect with someone online, in person, whatever the case might be, you know, just see if you can have coffee or see if you can do a coffee chat, if it's virtual, just get, get to know them, get to know how you can help them and be helpful be as helpful as you can without, you know, giving away services necessarily, but be a really helpful person and people are going to then turn around and want to help you. Yeah. So I think that the relationships uh, are just absolutely essential to, to building a business. Absolutely. I, I had that like here, there's an example of what you've just said the other day. Um, I was just sat on the couch wasting time on Facebook <laughs> and um, well, obviously it wasn't a waste of time because I had a message from a young lady who I had randomly connected with on Facebook because I am pronounced for making random friends with people. And she was like, Oh my gosh, like I haven't met anyone who like does what you do with the automation girl yet. Like who's in Australia. Like this is awesome. I mean, I'm sure there are other people out there. She just hadn't found them yet. Yeah. She was like, I'm doing this business and um, you know, I'm looking to try and integrate these. I spent hours on it. I managed to integrate it myself. And we just chatted for like half an hour to and throw and like it wasn't like we even sat down for coffee or anything like yeah. that. But I was just helpful. I was like, Yeah, okay, I can look at that and wow, you know, you've got a great business and have you tried this or whatever? And then um the next morning I had a message from her saying, Hey, um, I'm in this group of women and someone's asked for something that you do. Do you mind if I Oh, you should get in there, she said. Do you mind if I pass on your contact details? I was like, no, please go for it. Um, and then that person ended up booking in uh, and ended up being a, a paying client. So I was like, wow, if I hadn't have spent just that, you know, it might not have been half an hour, but that effort just to put in like Facebook Messenger with someone, like, yeah. It just, it took no, no effort, if you know what I mean. I was just nice, like you were saying. I wasn't expecting anything in return. And then just from being nice and um, being a human, I think, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, people love that and they connect with that and they go, okay, well, you know, she's just helpful, was helpful yeah. to me. Like, I want to, like, here's someone else you can be helpful to. So I love that. Good point. <laughs> Sorry, I overtook you. <laughs> no, no, I love it. I love hearing those examples. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. All right. Are we on to number four? Yes. Okay. So number four would be to just start, like just take action. Because I think for me, the thing that I have realized is that every every step of my journey, I've been not 100% sure that I'm doing 
exactly what I want to be doing with my life. You know, <laughs> uh, I have this joke with my husband where every once in a while I, I look at him and I say, what am I doing with my life? Because I question a lot. I'm an overthinker. So I question, is this thing that I'm doing the right thing? You know, but I've learned that everything that I have done, even though some of the things haven't panned out or haven't been something that I want to do long-term, have taught me something. And like I said at the beginning, you know, I've learned lessons throughout the way. And even my, my experience in direct sales and network marketing, even though I'm not currently doing that, I learned so much from that experience. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't change anything because if I hadn't done that, I don't think I would have the confidence I have in, in a lot of the sales things that I do now, you know, um, the online marketing and things like that. So I think that just taking action, even when you're not totally sure, and as you take action, you'll start to figure out, okay, I like doing this. I hate doing that. And you can start to change, <laughs> change your, you know, you can just shift uh, and pivot what you're doing based on what you learn about yourself as you go along. Yeah, absolutely. And there's nothing wrong with changing things as you go along. Holy moly. Yeah. <laughs> I have done that several times. Even, even I was just telling you at the beginning uh, for Morningstar Media Services, you know, I've been doing uh, a lot of more general services uh, for my clients. And now I'm shifting to focusing on working with people who have podcasts because I love podcasts and, and it's something my team has gotten really good at. So that's going to be our focus for 2019. You know, we're going we're gonna to just shift a little bit. So yeah. it's, it's fine to do that. Yeah, absolutely. And markets change as well and different people's needs change. So if you can be really agile and adaptable to change and maybe be prudent with that, like yeah. it's, it's totally okay. Yep. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> cool. Number five. Yes. Okay. So my last tip would be to find a business mentor or someone that you can learn from that's doing what you want to do, or that's living the kind of life you want to live. So that has been huge for me with my, with Morningstar Media Services. I, I mean, I was able to find someone who really I could learn from and I could just absorb everything she was teaching. And I just, it really helped my business get off to the right start. Um, and same thing with my writing and my podcasting, you know, I, I have, mentors that I have followed that I have been able to pick up what they're doing and, and adapt it to, to what I want to do. But without those people, without learning from those people and staying coachable, I don't think that I would have gotten to where I am. So I think having someone that you are following, whether it's in a paid program or even just free, however it might be, but there's so many resources for anybody that's, that's in business. And I think it helps when you do have something in common with them or some way that you can relate to them, you know, in terms of how their life looks or how their business looks. Yeah. And as you grow too, you'll find that you might even need to move up through different coaches. Like, yes, I take you to a certain point and then you're like, Hmm, <laughs> I think I've reached my threshold with you now. Like I need yeah. to find someone who has a bigger vision or a bigger mindset and that's okay to move up change around different coaches as you change too. And as your mind and your business starts growing and that's okay to do that as well. So how, thank you for sharing those five points before we move on, let's do a quick recap. So 
Number one was assess yourself and assess your personality so you can work out the type of business to pursue and your passions. Ask yourself what kind of life do you want, um, making sure that you set up boundaries from the start and how you want to work with your clients. And it's okay to have those boundaries. Number three was build relationships with people because this will just absolutely help your business um, grow and get more clientele and be there to help people, not necessarily to get something back in return. Number four was just start and take action and learn even from the smallest projects, even if they don't work out. And number five was find a business mentor or someone you can learn from who's doing similar to what you want to do and um, learn as much as you can from them. Thank you so much for sharing those five points. They have been wonderful to learn. So can you please tell me, how do you incorporate God into your business? Yeah, I love that question. So I think that it's just part, I mean, my faith is part of my life. <laughs> so I feel like everything that I do incorporates God in some way or another. And for my business, so for Morningstar, it, it's not, it's a business that will serve clients, whether they're Christian or not. Yeah. So the way I view it with that business is really that I want to be a light. Uh, I want to be a light to my clients. I want to be a light to the world. So I want people to see Christ through, through me. And I want my faith to come through in how I treat my clients in how I communicate in my professionalism, in my quality of work. So I would say that faith is, is just that foundation that I work out of for that business and for the podcast and, and the blog, that's a lot more directly faith oriented. Yeah. So, you know, there it's, it's really, everything is based on faith and it's geared towards women, you know, who are Christian, just like your podcast. So it's meant to be a resource that's going to encourage women. So we do a lot of talking about scripture on the podcast. We, you know, it's just an integral part to everything we do there. Yeah. Yeah. I get what you mean. You've got yeah. two different markets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. yeah. But it's, I, I'm still the same person in both yeah. situations. It's just how really it, it just changes how I'm promoting the, the service or the product. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How you talk to people and how you deal with them still remains the same. And, right. um, you know, you treat them with kindness, respect, you don't do bad, you keep integrity, all that kind of stuff. It's just yeah. maybe how you market <laughs> is a yeah, little bit exactly. different. Right. And I think sometimes it's also, I, I think for me, really just going back to my core values and, and going back to where I feel God might be leading. And so that sometimes shifts and helps me make decisions in the business as well in terms of like we talked about where to pivot or where to change. I definitely rely on, on God's guiding for that as well. Yeah. Yeah. So what is your Bible verse for this season and why? So I chose Philippians 1, 6, which says, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. And there's two reasons for that verse. One is I really have been uh, studying the concept of confidence because that's part of what I I want to help women have in, in terms of the podcast. One of the things yeah. we talk about is leading with confidence. So yeah. I want women to feel confident. And so I've been looking at it, how it's used in scripture and 
I love that phrase at the beginning of the verse where it's, he's saying, I'm confident of this, but the confidence is not based on anything that we're doing. It's based on the fact that God is going to complete the work. And so for me, that's the second reason I love the verse is that I tend towards wanting to control what is going on in my life and wanting to control how things turn out with clients or how things turn out financially or, you know, relationally. And ultimately it's up to God. And so it's, for me, it's a reminder to trust that God has everything in control and he's the one that's going to complete the work in me and in the other people that he, you know, he is working in. So it lets me remember that I can just rest in that and not try to keep fixing or controlling things myself. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Mm -hmm. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that Bible verse and for sharing all of the awesome points you have shared with us today. It's been an absolute pleasure to hear your story and hear about the wonderful podcast that you're making. I think as women, you know, the one thing kind of the enemy wants to take away is our confidence. But if we can understand where that confidence comes from, know that the power comes from the Holy Spirit. So even when we feel weak or tired or sad or out of our game, whatever it might be, and you still have to play game in your business and go out and do stuff like it, that strength comes from God and through his Holy Spirit. And if you can grasp that and build that up in women, like, I believe that God is going to use women in the most amazing ways um, over these next few years. Not that he already hasn't, but I, I believe we need podcasts like yours who are helping women really get into that strength and understanding who they are and their confidence in their leadership is yeah. really going to help build a foundation for that, for God to yeah. kind of do his thing. So it's really, really cool. Thank you so much for doing it. Um, so where can our listeners find you? So the easiest place is estherlittlefield.com. That's my website. And you can link right to the podcast, to the blog, and my social media from there. Um, and I am on Instagram and Facebook as well with Esther Littlefield. Instagram is Esther D. Littlefield. So those are my favorite places to hang out. Awesome. Cool. So if you've got any questions or you want to find Esther's podcast, uh, we'll put the links to them on our website too under the show notes. So you can go ahead and take a look. We also now have transcripts available. So I'm not sure if I've mentioned this on previous podcasts, but from Podcast 90, you can now download the transcripts through each podcast show notes. So if you head over to the website, click podcast, you can sign up through, for the transcripts through there. Or if you go on each individual podcast show note, you can download the transcripts from there too. So if you like to read, um, or you want to scribble some notes down from what we've said today, you can go and grab that resource now. It's available for you for free. So thank you so much, Esther, for coming on the podcast show today. Thank you, Esther. It was great to be here and great to chat with you. And if you have any questions, please feel free to forward them on to myself. I can pass them on or contact Esther directly. She'd love to hear from you. And I hope that you are not going too crazy in the lead up to Christmas. I love December. It's my time to start winding down and I actually get less busy, which I love so much. But I hope that you all are staying within the grace of God as um, you lead up to the holidays. 
and I hope that you don't get snowstormed in this winter. How hectic. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I hope not too. (laughs) You're listening to the Christian Women in Business podcast show. We'll chat with you next week. Hello there and welcome to the CWIB podcast show. If you haven't already heard, we've launched our very own CWIB free app full to the brim with information, encouragement and godly support for you and your business. To download the app, head over to the Apple App Store or Google Play and search Christian Women in Business or head over to the show notes for the direct link. Don't forget, if you love the app, please give us a review. Keep being awesome.